Welcome to the, uh, obviously, if you're what is this in the podcast, Jason and I are wearing fucking stupid Christmas hats as it's the Christmas special. Merry Christmas. Yay! Merry Christmas. <laughs> Said like a dad who's fucking seen a million Christmas movies already. <laughs> I'm about 10 down. Oh, <laughs> I'm taking this off. I'm getting sweaty already. Yeah. Um, do you know what? So I, I fucking love Christmas. Um, I thought, or I thought I did, until I got together with my girlfriend and her family. Her dad, the first thing he ever said to me when he met me, which was in August, yeah, me and her have been dating for like three, two, three months. Yeah. He goes, "What do you feel about Christmas, Tim?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's Christmas, isn't it? Everyone loves Christmas." He goes, "But what are you doing for Christmas? Do you guys know what you do for Christmas yet?" I'm like, "I have to fuck your daughter, mate." Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he gets like super excited about it. Um. I can't remember what I was going with that, but yeah, but it's um, yeah, it's fun. Anyway, so uh, all we've got so far is you want to do thought on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Anyway, you did what? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, so welcome to the Christmas special of you did what? Basically, two blokes who we've known each other for thirty-five years now. Yeah, primary school, wasn't it? Grew up yeah. in the same village. Um, no families know each other pretty well. Yeah, um, wanted to get together and kind of. It's a bit of like therapy for us, but also hopefully a bit of therapy for you people, um, people that are listening, making you feel a little bit better about yourselves. Actually, you're not that bad a dad. Because yeah. uh, if these two pricks can kind of get away with two being parents, I should be all right as well. So sit back, relax, uh, and hopefully we'll entertain you with some gold um, information that we've, we've done. Um, all right, children are done. So this week, as I say, is Christmas. Anyway, Jason, I'll give you a chance to say something. No, no, you crack on, mate. You, you, you're, you're giving up gold. I know. You know I know. Three it's months good. into meeting the dad in the relationship, you meet the dad. Woohoo! <laughs> if you if you want anything else, I, I, I. Oh goodness, I'm going to have to say it. We might not. If we get this on, I'd be amazed. But anyway, I remember moving out of my first house with my wife. And I had a very awkward moment where I had to move the the uh, mattress down the stairs with the dad, right? And he, uh, we're all adults here, right? You know, it bit, we'd had it for a number of years, very much in our youthful years, right? And I said, look, at, uh, yeah, and I, I, I knew what he was, just to kind of break the ice, I said, that thing's been shot at more times than Sarajevo. <laughs> Oh man! So that what did he say? That, was his response? <laughs> he just died. He just died. He just couldn't get out of it. So oh, yeah, man. that that there you go. I've gone I, in and I've plus one it before you. Right? I've took it. There's yeah, one. Two for it's the gonna three. be. You know, he's gonna go. Do you know, James, he's so rude. He's like, he's going home to his wife and <laughs> Kelly's mum and go. Do you know what? He's. I love him. He's amazing. What a funny guy. Or he's gonna go. What an arsehole that bloke is. I do not want him anywhere near a door. No, no, no. It reminds me because I um, it was actually last Christmas. So um, Eleanor, my girlfriend, and I were in the local boozer, and uh, she gets a text message saying uh, from one of her old old school friends, going, "I think I've just seen you in white. So you're around." And she went, she's pissed, and she yeah. went, "Oh yeah, I'm here." Replied, went searching around for her, and came back with her friend and her new boyfriend. Uh, sorry, fiance. Yeah. And she went, "Hey, this is Tim. You guys haven't met yet." I went, "Oh, lovely to meet you." Go, this is her boyfriend, uh, Dan. Like, and we both looked at each other like, I fucking know you. I'm like, I know you. And I was much more pissed than he was. Yeah. Um, 
And he goes, said his name, Duncan, such, I won't say the surname. And I went, have you got a brother called Duncan? And he went, yeah. I, went, I know Duncan really well. He's, in a, he's a pilot cop's part of the Navy. He goes, yeah, that's him. He goes, yeah, I want to move to your house. He went, that's how I know you. I was like, what? And he went, do you remember what you did? I was like, you had to. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. And the girls go, I'm kind of known to now being a bit of a prankster dickhead. Which yeah, yeah. Cool. Anyway, so he's now 30. When he was 12 or 13, maybe 14, uh, I was a removal man when, when I was at college. Yeah. And the guy who did the removal was on the removal company, moved uh, Dan and his brothers and his dad to their next house, the moved house, moved house, within yeah. more elaborate than that. I was the one charged with packing up Dan's bedroom. Oh, and when I moved his bed, I found a shitload of porn. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it was, obviously, it was a long time ago, so it's porn and mags rather than, than DVDs and stuff. And instead of being subtle, put it in the bag, I basically taped it all around the room. <laughs> right? and when there's nothing and when everyone goes like um when everyone left, kind of doing the last show i'm like no that's what's done i just checked each other don't don't worry about it and it wasn't until that his dad went up and went had a look at it and he went dan what the fuck is this <laughs> I, I knew nothing about that because obviously i shut the door on the house and forgot about it completely. yeah yeah 30 years later 25 years later he went you, you, you <laughs> uh, so, yeah. anyway this, and that's probably quite a good um indication of the stories you're going to get in the next 40 minutes or an hour or so yeah um so today it's christmas christmas is only a couple of days away now um so we're going to kind of come from this as obviously as parents being kids and our kids so i think that's kind of a good summary of it so what did christmas mean to you oh sorry just saying hello to our sponsor of the week um Mal uh, don david malbeck yeah they're yeah. all good Cheap wine stores, yeah, <laughs> and cut off instead. Cheers. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, what did Christmas mean to mean to me? Well, my birthday's in December, so I've always, from a very young age, realised that I have to wait the whole year for <laughs> presents, right? Yeah. And then they come within about ten days of each other. Yeah, right. So I wasn't one. I wasn't one of the people. Um, actually, your sister-in-law, kind of has her birthday on christmas day she is she's christmas day yeah yeah uh, christmas yeah. day <laughs> the worst <laughs> like yeah. imagine that you have one day a year to celebrate yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah so so no i've got that i've got a bit of time between mine but it was the case of you used to wait all year round you know get your double up the presents. So, so of course for, as a kid and i think most kids are it's 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 present day isn't it and stuff like that and i think the older and older and older i've got i due to my work i never kind of had the go to the pub, get pissed mentality on a Christmas. Well, you and I are very, very different. Very different. Yeah, no, very different. Um, I was usually working Christmas Eve. Yeah, DJ. DJ. So I used to go out and do that on Christmas Eve. So as much as I was in the middle of it, I wasn't kind of in amongst it, if that makes sense. Um, And then, of course, you have kids. And and it does. It it genuinely changes you. You know, you kind of, yeah, yeah, it's, it's about them. It's about, you know, the excitement on their faces and stuff like that. And it is really good. But I am still as competitive as <laughs> you know for presents. Well, you know? getting a good one, or yeah, getting a good, good one, one. Yeah, no, 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 no. First of all, <laughs> do you ever have the conversation this year? We won't go mad. We'll just Generally. have a X amount limit. Yeah. Right? Can you see what finger I'm holding up? Yeah, I can see for that. Yeah. For those listening, but, it's the middle one. The room. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's. 
and I kind of sat there and I did it. The, I did it one year. I'm not really a stickler for it, but I did it one year. And I came back and I was like, well, what am I going to get with this? And it wasn't a measly amount, but it wasn't a great amount. You know, it was kind of a, not even sensible. It was just there. Yeah. And and I, I kind of bought it. I was like, well, I've kept to the rules, but I'm not really, I'm not really up for this. You know. Yeah. I passed it across, and I thought I did really well. And then I got mine back, <laughs> and I kind of looked at it, and you know, you're saying, oh, fuck all, Joe, it's fuck all. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> You know, it's, it's political, isn't it? It's a political yeah. presence. Yeah, it's it's like you know, I sat there. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say I'm a, yeah, I'd say I'm a blokey bloke, you know. But I do have, you know, I, I like weird things, and I just kind of sat there and I was like, well, there's only, I like chocolate, but half of that's chocolate. So, do you know what I mean? You know, so it's just like, oh. but no, I'm out. I can't do, I can't do that. I refuse to play that game now because of that reason. So, basically. I've got, you go, I'm competitive at Christmas. I either want the best present and I give the best present. Right. What's good. the best present you've ever given? And the best present you ever received? Um, oh, I think I think the best present I ever received, when I was a kid, I did get an electrical guitar. Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. I yeah. ask for every year for Christmas, for an electric, electric, electric guitar and a puppy. And because Santa dropped it around your fucking house, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I did get one of them. Um... The worst present I ever got actually should have been my best present, right? So I'll explain that. So for years, like you asked for a puppy and yeah. a guitar, I asked for a Mr. Frosty, right? Yeah. I Mate, I love that idea, right? Yeah. And I'm on back from like four... To uh, 34. Yeah, to 34, right? But no. Now, do you know what? If someone gave me that for Christmas, I'll be fucking ecstatic. Yeah. I'm so happy with that. <laughs> yeah. So no, so but I went for years with it, years with it. And then, as a joke, I happened to bring up like a family thing. I said, oh, you know, what have you, what, what have you got? What, what have you, what have you always wanted?" And I happened to say, "It's Mr. Frosty." So, about sixteen years old, my mum bought me the Mr. Frosty. Right. Yeah, and it's it's as good as the joke that it is. For yeah. there and then, you know, ultimately, after the first giggle, you're not opening that bloody thing up at the age of sixteen, you know, and it's just <laughs> sitting there in a cupboard. Yeah. So um, that's yeah. So it's kind of like the worst and the best in, in all there. What's the best present you've given? Um, oh, I, th I think every year to my kids. It's a bit sentimental, that. But, um, you know, I, I do try and do that. You know, I think, you know, what, what they ask for, I do I do genuinely try and get as much as I can. I think the most expensive one my kids have given is um, San Santa did bring uh, my eldest an Xbox once. So, you know, kind of... Uh, but that's that's not like he gets the new edition every year. That's just yeah. kind of you know that sort of thing. Um, but no, I've never done. I never did like a, an engagement at Christmas or a car or anything like that. Jesus Christ, no. No. you know that's just, just not happening. No, do you know what? I've been married, but I've never been engaged. I'm also divorced now. I've never, I've never been. I've never asked anyone to marry me. Brilliant. That that is. That is a line you need to have underneath your um, tag thing on Instagram. <laughs> you know, divorce, married, never been engaged. Divorce, never been engaged. <laughs> never been engaged. Should be a Tim movie, Chase. shouldn't it? Yeah, like Tim Chase, ladies and gentlemen. How would you describe Tim Chase? Easy. Been, engaged. been married, been divorced, never <laughs> engaged. That's the man. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I think... Well, hang on a minute. What's yours then? So, come on. Yeah, so that's present I've received. Um, do you know what? I don't... I'm, my girlfriend always says to me, in fact, every partner I've ever had always says I'm really hard to buy for because if I want anything, I'd buy it. Can yeah, I say it to like like every bloke out there? Um, and I am quite sentimental, but I don't really say it. So when she says, what do you want for Christmas? I'll oh, just, just get me a 
bottle, nice bottle of wine or a bottle of scotch or something. Um, and what I should say is actually like arrange a nice dinner out for all of us or a nice day out for all of us. I've said it for my birthday or like an amazing photo that I can look at my desk and go, that's why I'm fucking working at midnight. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like no bike ever says that, do they? Just go, just give us a blowjob to- token or something. <laughs> um, so that's my question. Oh, that's, that's the best I've given and pass. received. Yeah, give me a hall pass. <laughs> no, I'll leave that one alone for me. Um, so, but I think um, I'm kind of quite, I'm kind of, for all my brash gobbiness, I'm actually quite good at buying stuff. So I kind of um, buying presents for people. So, um, nothing that sort of really stands out, but everyone got everyone go, oh yeah, I really like that. I didn't I definitely thought I wouldn't have bought it for myself, mm. but I love the fact you bought it. And that's kind of where I that's the the category I put my stuff in. It's like something they would never have thought of, but that actually kind of quite like. Because I think you can, otherwise as a bloke, you get quite up and buy like a Hoover or a microwave. Yeah, uh, and I made the mistake of kind of saying that to my dad um when I was probably about nine or ten or something like that, and said, Look, should we buy mum and you? a new um, Hoover or something that goes, <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this, but your mum doesn't just Hoover the house. <laughs> and if I buy her that for you, we're both in this shit, mate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, weirdly, my mum came up to me about two days later and went, this is some information for you that you should keep for the rest of your life. Never buy a woman a present that she can use. And it's still remember it now. Really? It's a good idea. Um, yeah, so I bought Eleanor and I and she's never used it. Um, <laughs> um so yeah so i i think for me for, for, i think i lost my bit about what can i get for christmas quite early yeah. i kind of like this is what i want this is what i want this is what i want and i was much more interested in seeing the reaction on other people's faces like my mum's friend when i gave them a uh a present that i'd saved up for not a hoover um yeah. or something my dad or even something my brother and i kind of still have the same reaction now to when i had girlfriends now i have kids I kind of still yeah. have that kind of like oh i fucking can't wait to those yeah, the present. In fact, I'm kind of notorious of having to buy two lots of presents because I buy one lot of presents in like November, October time, and they get delivered. And I just get so excited and I have to give it to them. And then I go, Look, I bought you this for Christmas. And Ellen, it does. Ellen loves the whole. My girlfriend loves the surprise of Christmas. And I just yeah. go, if I go, I've got your present today, and it's like January the third. She goes, oh, I can't believe it. it's so exciting, and she'll like just get really excited about it. If you tell me that, I'm just gonna get pissed off. I'm just gonna give it to me now. Now. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't play that way. Um, so, so yeah. So I, I'm going back to what we were originally talking about. I I love the look on my kids' faces, and everyone else is going. Do you know what? You kind of, and I think that's what I like. I like the fact because I've never really bought that for myself, but you kind of that means you know me quite well. I guess it's kind of like me going. Here's a material way of me showing that actually I kind of get you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like last two years ago, I got my one of my best mates a book that was called "Images You Shouldn't Masturbate To." <laughs> uh, and I, I was a bit pissed, and I forgot that I was—he was there with his eighty-five-year-old mother. <laughs> even he pissed himself laughing. His five-year-old daughter asked what it meant, and his mum <laughs> got really upset. Um, so yeah, so I think I like I like giving rather than receiving. Yeah, there's a euphemism in that. Um, so what was? Did you have a routine when you were obviously when you were a kid? Did, was there a, like a routine? This is this is the fucking routine that we never deviate from every. Yeah, Christmas. yeah, it always was. We had we, we you know we kind of woke up with uh, we always had like a Santa's sack if that makes sense. You know, it wasn't yeah exactly. Um, there wasn't a stock in or anything like that. It was, it was a thing. It was never put in our bedroom. And I'll be honest with you, I think that's because I was scared of it. 
Yeah, basically. Get of a yeah. weird old man you've never met, sliding yeah. down your chimney, uninvited, and sneaking yeah. his way around your house and watching you while you sleep. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think I think there's lots of elements of that there, fit, Tim. Thanks for that. I've never <laughs> um, but no, we, yeah, so used to do that. So used to be downstairs, so crack of dawn. Wouldn't be at all surprised if it was um, like five in the morning. You know, yeah. we're kind of in there opening presents. We do we do Santa's bits, and then um, we would. We would then ultimately play with what we've got, you know, um, have breakfast, and then we would do the family bit, you know. Um, but I come from quite a large family, and, and you know, I don't take this uh, lightly at all, but uh, it used to get to the stage where, because we had such a large family, we also moved away. We would get presents sent up for us, plus we would have a close friends unit that would we would all buy for. Mm. And in the end, it was just a ridiculous amount. And my mum was like a, you know, Santa's super fan, you know. Um, so you know, we'd just be inundated with presents. So we, it wouldn't be at all um, a surprise if we were, you know, if we had like three sections of opening presents. Um, and of course, right. you're you're like me, you know, or well, probably like me is that when you get older and you have a girlfriend you know, partner, it would then be like, I'd have the morning with my family and the afternoon with theirs. So I'm still going through present time later on, you know? Um, so we yeah. kind of do keep to that. And I think, I think that routine's kind of stayed with us really into my family life as well. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah. So my routine, so my dad's extremely traditional. Um, and so our routine was wake up, look at the presents at about five o'clock in the morning, go back to bed, go and have breakfast, go to church, come back from church, and then if we've been good, we'll be allowed to open the presents. So it was absolute torture. And me, one year, I remember me and my, my brother tried to tried to stage a coup. And when <laughs> like, we got together and went, I don't want to do this. Do you want to go to church? No. Well, do you know what? Let's, let's see if we can go up the presents and then go to church. And, he, and he's like, I don't even want to go to church. <laughs> my presents is my brother, Simon. And um, so we're like, Dad, we're not going to go to church. Dad goes, and I, I could see like a little bit of respect and love in him in his eyes for me and my brother died that day. <laughs> that day. And we're like, Dad, we just, it's like, we've got presents here. We know they're here. And you expect us to kind of go there and not be excited and sit down and sing, sit in church when there's no other kids. Because do you know why there's no other kids, Dad? No. Because they're all at home playing with their toys. <laughs> <laughs> I was quite ballsy as a kid. Um, uh, so, yeah, so he, um, that was kind of his stickler. Yeah. I, I want to say about to about 12 or 13 when we just was just such looking back me and my brother were just such awful children that we made we, we just ruined like all Christmas morning for him so we just beat him into submission and went in the end he went Joe well, I go to church with my own mate John see you in a bit and then he went to church I think he might I remember him maybe going to church once by himself yeah and in the end he's like you know what Christmas is <laughs> church is bullshit yeah. I'll just stay here um, that, so that, that was that was our routine so our routine was get up breakfast church uh, church then we were allowed to open our presents and then all the families to come to us so i used to love christmas and i think this is probably why i love christmas so much and think it's such a family thing is because christmas day for me was literally every member of the family came round. yeah except my um uh grand my mum's dad and my mum's mum were separate were divorced so they weren't together so we always did boxing day with my granddad and yeah christmas day with my um and my grandmother uh, yeah. but our cousins from his obviously my uncle's daughter two daughters three daughters now but two at the time when um we were 
our place. So the house was like full wow. of people that we loved and family. And I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, and like my dream now is to have like a big house where every family, every member of the family has their own room. So mum and dad have one, my brother and his girlfriend have room, Ellen's parents have one room, their family have one, and the kids have a room. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I've got to win the lottery a few times for this. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of like, I, I, I do genuinely love it. I think that's where it kind of, looking back, that's where it kind of came from, is knowing that there's everyone is here. And yeah. my uncle was and is, my uncle Andrew was and is a fucking funny bastard. Like, yeah. he would literally sit there and just, like, make me laugh the whole time through. And everyone else, like, didn't really get it. It's, like, quite a dirty joke. <laughs> um, and he just made me laugh the whole way through. And then um, Christmas 1985, my grandfather taught me how to fire my armpit. Brilliant. The table. Brilliant. That channel such a level of... Of, of what we were doing. And today, to the day he died, I think it was the proudest moment <laughs> teaching one of his grandchildren had a fart on his armpit. But what about, so, um, and then now it's kind of different. As you say, now it's a bit more political. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit tricky because uh, my girlfriend, like you said, my sister-in-law, I guess, her birthday is Christmas Day. So she has, uh, her birthday is Christmas Day. So she has Christmas morning till lunchtime is her birthday. Right. So she gets presents and everything. And then from like one o'clock, till, sorry, lunch. I mean, lunch is always from like one till two or whatever it is after lunch then it's her birthday but yeah we sorry then it's christmas and that's yeah. when we open presents but there's those are much more routine and what i found out is my girlfriend seems to have a lot of fucking traditions at christmas <laughs> now whether this is just she's being genuine and she just does is a very caring from a caring family and like these all these little routines and stuff yeah. or she's buying too much shit and she's getting away with it by saying it's a tradition because what <laughs> i can't come back from that like she's walking around in these just think she just walked past these unbelievable pajamas, unbelievably yeah. shit, unbelievably shit pajamas. <laughs> and she said, Well, it's a tradition. Me and Katie, my sister, we go and buy pajamas at Christmas together. Yeah. yeah. And then we wear those for the whole Christmas tree. Like, and then she goes, as we're decorating the tree, she goes, Oh, this is the one my mum went since we left home. Every year my mum and dad have bought me and Katie a wooden Christmas decoration. We're like, really? She goes, Yeah. She goes, Why well, come there's only four? Did you go about four years ago? She went, I'm like, ah, uh, there's that moment. It's like, hmm. Above the pine needles, I can start to smell a little bit of bullshit here. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we, so we, this is, so we alternate. So I've separated from my wife and my oldest. Uh, we split at time. So last year, Christmas, I had him for Christmas. Yeah. And this year, I don't have him for New Year's. So this Christmas, we're going to go to Eleanor's parents. Yeah. Um, for Christmas Day, and then my parents will have another Christmas when my boy, my oldest, comes back, and then next year. We'll go to my parents and Ella's parents in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. So it's, 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 it gets all kind of political. It is, it's it's mad, it's mad political because you know you've got grandparents you know that want to see their grandkids, you know, and you also want to have time with them as well. And yeah. don't get me wrong, there's also that you you look after them mentality, you know. <laughs> um, a little bit, but I think we know the joy that our parents get. Oh, massive, massive. Their grandkids, right? We're done. For, we're done for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And piss them. They, they just love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, and, and it is huge. You know, like you mentioned about, you know, that your house was the family. Your house was when all the family come over. Um, I briefly mentioned that mine all live, uh, yeah, away. And when I'm about away, I'm in South Wales. So where I live, we, I didn't see him. You know, um, I think of thir of, I'm 39 now. So and I think I've only ever been down to a Christmas there five, six times tops. You know. Um, so majority of it was here. So we always had a, you know, and I still stand by it. We always had a, always made sure we had a close family uh, here and then plus a close friendship group. And what we used to do is every Christmas, there used to be a family that used to basically say, look, come to ours. 
have your breakfast, do your thing, come to ours until about one, two o'clock and then, and then go back, you know? Mm. Um, sometimes it'd be mad raucous, you know, like, you know, just people, you know, the older we all got as kids, you know, it was kind of a little bit more freer to drink a little bit more and not worry too much about what, what it was. And um, then also we got all got a little bit older again, i.e. the kids were about 18 and we could, you know, we suddenly then it was all down to the pubs. Yeah, you know, in, just because I think my son is screaming for some reason. I've got to go and see no, my... No, go. So to fill this dead air on this uh, Christmas festive season, I shall talk to you about the Christmas tree. Anybody else have multiple Christmas trees just on the basis that their wife has to have the Christmas tree done a certain way. In my house, I've got two Christmas trees. One of them, me and my two kids are not allowed to touch. Yeah. It is pristine into what it looks like. And then we have another one, which is basically a smorgasbord of useless pat. Oh, yeah. You're doing some hold music. And no, I was, I was talking about Christmas trees. Okay. So what, what I was saying is, is your house like my house? So we... When we was together, and it was no kids, right? My wife goes well overboard on the Christmas tree. Right? She loves it. It's kind of her thing. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's kind of fun and it's cute, you know, to, to an extent. Yeah, yeah, Kelly did that. Yeah, Kelly did that. Then you start having kids and it's like, you know, no, 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 no. Now we've got to bring the kids into the routine. And then obviously Callum got to an age where not only was he able to put the decorations on, he wanted to put them where he wanted to put them. So Kelly is like, Hmm, I'm in this dilemma here. So for one year, in Kelly's eyes, we had a shoddy Christmas tree because Callum had basically filled the bottom half of the uh, of the tree and the top was sparse, but we couldn't move anything because he'd done it. Yep. So now we've got two Christmas trees, <laughs> one of which is the main Christmas tree, which sits in, which is in the living room, which is only allowed to be decorated and touched by my wife, right? You know, which is... A joke there as well um but the uh, um there's another one which is in my hallway um don't get any lavish ideas of what my house looks like it's just yeah, the gap yeah. that needs filling you know um, the, double, the double staircase it's, it's the yeah, two staircases yeah marble floor yeah so we have another one but what's now happened is that obviously i've got uh, a, a boy that's nine that doesn't really give a monkeys about the tree and I've got a daughter that's three who loves the tree and wants to get involved, you know, right? You know, and it's all pretty lights and whatnot. But we got given basically the tap box, <laughs> right? The, the box that, you know, your mum, you know, like you said, you said about Eleanor, mine was that we used to buy, a, uh, we used to get a bauble bought for us every year, you know, that sort of thing. That doesn't go on the main tree with my wife. Yeah, right. that's the one with the, the pretty butterflies and the pretty yeah. fairies and all that, right? No, I get it on my tree, <laughs> right? So the Liverpool one that I've got, you know, the, the boob one that I bought from Ann Summers as a joke <laughs> when I first moved in, you know, all of this sort of stuff uh, is all there. And it's like, no, stick it on the tree. So now suddenly my, th this tree, and I, I love it, but it's I kind of look at it in a weird way and think, we're missing a trick here. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, you know, we're all meant to be doing this. This is meant to be that idyllic Christmas moment and you you pick your youngest one up and you put the star on the tree. Yeah. None of that. Not in my house. 
I'll tell you how to deal with this. Because um, so Ben, my oldest, was three when my girlfriend came into our lives and was five when she kind of moved in. So, no, so yes, yeah, so the first year she was kind of a little bit, what do I say? So we got Christmas tree, all decorated it together, fine. Second year we're in our house that we've got together now, rather than her being in my house. Um, and it was us, her, because we'd had our child together at that point. She goes, I want to decorate this together. And we're kind of like, okay, this is going to be awkward because my son didn't want to decorate it. So this year, hey, if you got a pen, everyone get a pen. This is how you deal with Christmas tree politics, right? When I got the Christmas tree, when my parents picked it up, my parents go, look, we'd like, love to buy you an amazing Christmas tree. I'm like, brilliant. Come around to ours and we'll have some old wine, decorate it, and uh, have a lovely family time. And watch the best Christmas movie, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Kind of chase family tradition. Anyway, what I then do is I go and get a, the biggest glass I can find, pour as much gin and tonic as I can in it, give it to my girlfriend, give her a big hug and tell her, you're so beautiful in this light. I love you very much. And whatever Ben puts up, or the kids put up on the Christmas tree, we say it looks amazing. And you redecorate when they go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and she went, I'm so glad you said something because I was starting to get like a little bit of like a OCD and anxiety about it. I'm like, no, it looks horrific. And it's kind of saying everything's below. Looks like yeah. someone's like used the um used the tinsel as a butt plug. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and kind of over the Christmas tree. It looks horrific. Um but see, so yeah, I was like, look, that's how we deal with it. Look, the most important thing is it's about family. It doesn't really matter. The main thing is that the kids have fun and we're all together. But I get that we've got to look at it every day for 20 days. Yeah. So when they go to bed, I'll sit back and have an inane conversation with you about all the family traditions while you redecorate the Christmas tree. <laughs> um, and, but yeah, we do the kind of whole thing of like, the last thing that goes on is the star and my yeah. boy, well, I lift my bar up to it. And it's kind of, that's, the, that's pretty much the only tradition, apart from me drinking so much I puke on Christmas Eve. Yeah, uh, yeah now we got, we got a few of them. My, my wife, my mother-in-law, um, uh, always, when they were kids, like she always used to like cook uh, a certain dinner at Christmas Eve. That's been taken yeah. across our way. Um, you know, it, it's... Just trying to think of some other ones. Oh, we usually do like pajamas for the kids in the morning. Oh, sorry, the night before they go to bed, they have a fresh pair of you know Christmas pajamas and that sort of stuff. Um, but no, we we do we're kind of subtle with ours. You know, it kind of it's not mad. You know, it's more jokey. You know, for for us, you know, we we're not. I wouldn't say no family's normal, but we are kind of left of funny. You know, so yeah. you know we you know we kind of. Um, one of the big jokes we have in the thing, my wife believes that it's Christmas as soon as you see the Coca-Cola advert, right? You know, the, the truck one. I think it's Christmas when I'm allowed the chocolates on the Christmas tree. I think it's Christmas when I don't have to go to work. <laughs> so That's what it is, because I, I look, I, I get why people, especially this year, I get why people don't decorate the Christmas house yeah, Christmas yeah. early, get away Christmas yeah. early, jump on board with the mulled wine and Christmas things. But I'm like, I can't really get into Christmas. Until I know that I haven't got any work to do. Yeah. I mean, there's always any work to do, but until I can kind of justify um, not working anymore. Yeah. Um, so until that point, I'm like, oh, I want to relax and have fun with you guys, but I'm still thinking about work. And the same as you, I run a couple of my own businesses. So I'm always thinking. And Christmas is actually the reason, another reason I like Christmas is it's the time I know I'm not losing out any ground to any 
anything yeah, i'm I missing any opportunities so i'm like you know it's actually time i can down tools and not worry about anything else that i'm missing something because everybody else is off as well you know some yeah. holidays you can plan it badly like obviously working kind of football so summer's okay but you'll never sure if there's a tournament or a deal at uh, the transfer or something you're missing out that you can kind of capitalize on so christmas is a time where everyone downs tools and that's one of the reasons i love it um i can feel what i was talking about now oh no no it was just we were just talking about you know kind of uh traditions and and all that and when we think christmas was so you know i, I i'm a december baby so you know you know we go back to we've got we've had our christmas tree up since the beginning of november you know I, ever since i've been alive i don't think we've ever put a christmas tree up until like the 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 10th the earliest has been like the 10th of december yeah yeah because my birthday's so close to you know within that part of december yeah that we you know it's kind of let him have his birthday and then we'll go into christmas mode you know we kind of build up from there yeah um yeah and we've kind of stuck with that and i guess that's the tradition but with this year now we I'd had enough, you know, even I was bored. I was like, you know, come on, but that's probably why I'm 10, 10 movies down of Christmas, you know, like we're, we're in some real ropey areas of Netflix, you know, trying to find a Christmas film. A Christmas Chronicles last year was brilliant. Christmas Chronicles is dire, you know. Um, so the Chronicles the one with um, Kurt Russell. Because they've done yeah. a second one. I slept all the way through it last weekend. Is it any good? Yeah, nice. First one, is it? Yeah, the first was brilliant. Yeah. The other one, um, which is the one that's a bit like uh, Hamilton, uh, uh, it's got um, Forrest Whitaker in it. Yeah, I'm, I'm no good with films that, that that sing, right? If 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 it's a if somebody says to you, "What color is the sky?" The answer is blue. Why do they have to have a four and a half minute song about what the sky is, right? Because if that, that and that happens every other sentence, it's a two hour film. This. No, it's all the same. Greatest Showman could have been 30 <laughs> minutes long. Could have been 30 minutes long. If they'd have answered mate. every bloody question in a one-word answer, it's a 30 this minute This is long the film. show! Yeah, you know, somebody just should have gone, yes. It is. Well done. That, that's it. That's it. Job done. You know, <laughs> job done. Puff your pot. Good luck with yeah. the good luck with the Tigers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Christmas movies. Well, I'll go. I'll go. Then you go. Then I'll go. Then you go. Yeah. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Home Alone. Elf. Oh, dodgy one. Um, oh God Almighty. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna chuck it in there because it's and it sounds like a cop out, but it is it is generally I think better than the first actually as well, which is Home Alone Two. Because it's still in there. <laughs> There's four of them. You're just gonna use that in the first one. No, no, I'm not. I've never oh. seen three or four. In in uh in the doft of my cap to the Hall family, another tradition is they watch, watch Christmas with the Cranks every year. Christmas, I haven't seen, haven't seen that. It's generally it's not. I was thinking it was like Christmas with the Crankies. As a yeah, gym. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's not that because that's what I was like. Have you seen it? I'm like, yeah, just not wanted to watch it. Didn't really fancy uh, watching Jeanette Cranky on a uh, <laughs> the other thing. Um, then, but it's actually not too. So it's um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. It's quite fit, uh, yeah. and it's not too. Do you know, it's not too bad at all. So I, as a doctor, the cap, I'll chuck that into the. I'll chuck that in. Yeah. What's left? Jingle all the way. Do you die hard? Kevin die, die hard is a Christmas movie. There was a vote last year, wasn't it? It's die hard a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. I reckon it is. I'll tell you that. Yeah, there was a, there was something about you. It's only classed as a Christmas movie if the if you could take the plot line out and put it elsewhere in the year, then it's not a Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. So 
they're saying that that, and that was the argument of Die Hard, that Die Hard could be taken out anywhere else. It doesn't necessarily have to be at Christmas. Um, they, what quality they're film there? Yeah, no, no, no. no sorry. Not, not as good as three. Die Hard with a Vengeance is much better. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Christmas films, other Christmas films. You've got Santa Claus. Santa Claus, Miracle on 34th Street. Miracle on 34th Street. Um, three and four. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas, uh, that Christmas Chronicles one, I think that was a step in the right direction. Yeah, no, we're, we're kind of in and around well, it. But... We watched one on Netflix the other day, and I was going, basically having breakfast in bed, and I was knackered, and I had the little one had been up all night. So I just parked him in and went, how about we have breakfast in bed? And everyone goes, yeah! yeah so yeah, I like, yeah. had it in there, put my mask on, and earphones in. Let them watch me. I didn't. Um, and we're going through Netflix, and my Ben, my Ben, my son, the night before, said, let's watch uh, After Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, no, absolutely not. And he was like, why not? Because he likes winding me up like that. Uh, anyway, the next the next morning, he goes, what about Arthur Christmas? And I'm like, all right, Arthur Christmas. He went, oh, shit. And we actually, <laughs> and we actually watched it. And it was actually all right. It was yeah. actually not, not, not bad at all. Yeah. What's the, what's the one with Dudley Moore? Oh, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Because he's in a bath, isn't he? No, 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 no. He's an elf. With the candy cane. Oh. <sighs> Gonna have to Google it. Gonna have to Google it. Gonna have to Google it. Turn your phone on. Um, let's come back to that. Maybe we'll, we won't. We'll see if we can get away with it. If we can't get it by the end of the podcast, we'll give away a free T-shirt to yeah. someone that can name on social media. Yes, yeah. I do my head in. It's not Santa. It's not Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, is it? No, no. Put your phone away. No, 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 no. Well, I'm going to know if they get it right. You'll be able to finish the podcast by then, you don't. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> um, so we've done our routine. Did you ever do Midnight Mass? Basically, a load of pissheads trying to justify themselves getting up with a hangover. No, I was DJing. No, I was DJing. You, know you probably saw from my face and my reaction. I've just remembered one of the all-time worst stories I've been told at Christmas. Yeah, go on. I don't know if I can even say it on this podcast. But let's say a friend of a friend. Yeah, okay. Right? Do I know him? That's a she. Do I know her? I don't think you... I'll tell you what, who it is. Could do, okay. Right. And it's going to get... like So if there's anyone under 18 listening to this, I hope there isn't, because sh you shouldn't be. Yeah, if there is, stop listening immediately, because you're not allowed to listen to this story. Right. So my friend of a friend <laughs> went to a family Christmas and turned up late. And gets turns up and she's hungover. And the whole family's there. Granddad, grandparents, nieces, nephews. She's single. Nieces, nephews, grandparents, all of them are there. And she turns up late and stinking of booze, basically. And her sister grabs hold of her and goes, Everyone's really pissed off. Like we've had to play dinner. The parsnips are burnt. We're all a little bit pissed off with you. Come upstairs. We'll pretend to change the baby. Like, okay, fine. Goes upstairs to the baby and goes, What happened? Why are you so late? And she goes, I'm so sorry. I took a guy home last night. We got pissed at Christmas Eve. And he said, this is going to get really disgusting. Um, because I'm on my period, I let him do something to me that, oh, no. right? Yeah. That you don't usually do. So it's a different yeah. 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 goal. Yeah. I'm trying to politely put this. Yeah. So I let him do that to me. And she went, oh my God, you're such a slave. I know, oh, it's horrific, isn't it? And they kind of laughed about it and things. She went, right, sort yourself out. Go and have a, like, wash your face, put your makeup on again, and come downstairs. She came down the stairs and everyone's staring at her and she's like, what the fuck's going on? 
and then she heard the baby cry on the baby monitor. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! No way, that is horrific. So bad, right? So bad. Oh, I've got another one. I've got another one. Right. So I used to work in the city. Uh, yeah, in like the financial district. And it's kind of like a routine. The last working day of the year in banking, um, everybody goes out at lunchtime and gets absolutely shit-faced. Yeah. And doesn't go back to the office. It's kind of like the, the, the unwritten rule. So... My friend is, and I think you know him, again, I won't say who yeah. it is, but he um, was on the train back to Brighton from London Bridge. And you know you, you have the seats, which are basically three wide. They're never three, enough for three people. So there's two people and then a bit of a gap in the middle. This yeah. woman, he got on at City Thames Link and the train stopped at um, London Bridge. This woman came on business woman, dressed really nicely, red wine smile on her face. Yeah. Big, really posh overcoat. Basically, wades in and sits down in this through the middle of this tree, like wedges us something like that, like elbows yeah. and shoulders in. Yeah. Immediately falls asleep. Next to the window side is just some business goes like who's this pissed woman kind of thing. To the other side of her is this guy. I won't describe him. I'll just describe him. I won't say anything else about his economic situation. But massive beard, not very clean. His beard is maybe five different shades of brown and grey. Yeah. And he was a little bit tipsy. So my mate, it was too busy. So my mate is standing by the, the doors, which is slightly open and shut around. So this woman glides in, sits down, in between this, these two guys, immediately falls asleep like that. This guy who was, who's economically challenged or yeah. Um, yeah. probably pissed, a homeless guy, basically, I think he was, basically, he fell asleep on her shoulder. Yeah. Right. As they're travelling through, this greeny, mucusy bit falls out of his mouth onto the lapel of her overcoat, right? Oh, no. How disgusting is that? It doesn't get any better. She then wakes up just before East Croydon, and I think it's about eight to ten minutes, that, that maybe a bit less. Yeah. She wakes up and does that thing when you're on the train, when you're pissed on the train, and goes, have I been asleep for five minutes or two hours? Like, was yeah. look, frantically looking out the window to see where it is. And as she's looking out, she sees this greeny mucusy shit on her shoulder and goes and sucks it up to the, oh! disgust, <laughs> to the disgust of the rest of the train that's seen all of this happen. And oh. everyone's going, Whoa. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> and you can see her going, I don't, I don't remember drinking cider tonight. But oh. everyone's going, Look. So that's a story I used to tell at lots of Christmas parties that I've actually had someone run, run off to the toilet. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was oh. so disgusting. I've seen, I've, seen a, I've seen a few scary, not scary things, I've seen a few mad things, being a DJ and seeing stuff on the dance floor. Usually, I've seen a lot of punch-ups, you know, yeah. you know and I, I wouldn't say that I was DJing in, you know, them type of venues, but I think where it is, is like you said, it's the, it's the Christmas party, isn't it, at the end of the, at the end of the uh, year, mm. and it just ends up that somebody's touched, got off with whatever you want to do, the wrong person, and the boyfriend might be there, or somebody knows someone, and it just ends up in a fight. Yeah. yeah, I've seen plenty of them. Worst one I saw was uh, my boss throwing up in some girl's mouth. Oh, oh my God. That is <laughs> disgusting. But no, I kind of, like I said, I kind of, I'm not, I'm not, I'm definitely no angel, but I kind of was, like I said, I was kind of the party maestro, if you want to put it as such. You know, I was the conductor of sorts. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, um, yeah, I'm kind of that side of it. But no, I've seen a couple of, I know of a, I know of a family friend that, got so drunk in the morning that you fell asleep in his dinner. 
you know, like literally the whole family is sitting there and he did the proper complete head plant, you know, <laughs> straight in. Um, I've seen that. I know people that have kind of uh, had a nap and never got never got back up because they're so drunk. Um, God, yeah, no. I had one. So my tradition used to be when I was single, I used to kind of go to the local pub, which was the Checkers, uh, and it used to be open from 12 till 2. And when I was single, we used to go there Christmas Eve, White's, and Christmas and checkers was Christmas Eve. Get pissed up, go home, wake up about ten, shower, change, say happy Christmas, everyone. Go to the pub uh, from twelve till two, and then head home. This year, we, they started a lock in. So me and about three mates, you know who you are, stayed there for a lock in and got absolutely steaming. One guy's girl uh, sister had to come and pick him up for a family meal, and he got a napkin and cut eye holes in it, tore eye holes in it, and was going <laughs> to his grand over Christmas dinner. Um, I I got a call from my mum saying, where are you and how long are you going to be? I was like, I'm on my way home. Uh, sorry about that. I was in the pub having a lock-in. I didn't have a signal on my phone. She went, I said, did you save me any dinner? She went, save you any dinner? We've been waiting for you. This is like six o'clock in the evening now. So I've been waiting for Christmas lunch for like two and a half hours, I think it was. So I come bowling in hammered, going, I was too drunk to do anything. <laughs> um, they were not, ha- that's the, that's probably, probably the angriest I've ever seen my mum at me. Mate, really? I, I know you surely find it hard to believe that she actually hasn't been angry, that angry at me very much. I don't believe that for a minute. No, she has. She's, she's not, she's a very patient woman. <laughs> <laughs> the, would you ever, because obviously we used to, I used to be your football manager, technically, yeah. uh, very, very, very early on. Um, did you ever come out on the, on our Christmas do's? Yeah. Yeah, so I know that was probably one, to, when we speak about traditions and kind of, you know, drunken stories, they're the ones that, you know, that was meant. So, we, yeah, we, I used to run a Sunday league football team that was pretty good. You yeah. Know, I think, and I think it was things mildly, Yeah, I think it was pretty much pretty mildly there. Um, it was actually very good, but... Um, we had a very young team, you know, that was very much the same. Yeah, yeah, which was very much, <laughs> but it was very much in that ilk of, you know, Christmases, you know, Christmas parties and whatever. And it was kind of a, a tradition that we would do stuff. And we we always said about we just have to stay in Stenin, you know, and it was very difficult to, um, to get out of Stenin in regards to have fun to then get back. You know, yeah. it was always, you know, it was cost you as much as drinking money as was to get back home. Mm. So we always did it in Stenning and we've done pub golf and so that. But we actually ended up that I think pubs started to realise what we was doing because it happened for about seven years on the trot. Yeah. Yeah. And pubs actually knew the weekend we would be in there, you know, because we do pub crawls and dressed as golfers in yeah. fancy dress. We did it in James Pike um, dressed up as a cockroach one year. No, he didn't do a cockroach. No, no, no. We did um we did pub That's golf. Funny, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did pub golf. Um and somebody turned up uh as a birdie, yeah. as, a, as a bird. So we, we did that. The best one we ever did um, was we had superheroes and we all drew them out of a hat. Yeah. So everybody put their superheroes in a hat and we ended up running around like um, uh, Sylvester the Cat, Tweety Pie. We ended up running around as four Ninja Turtles. We had another one where we were strapped to each other's legs and arms and you, know, you had to go everywhere with them. Um, yeah. And if one finished the pint, the other one had to finish the pint, you know, that sort of thing. And, oh, it was brutal. But I remember once that it got so bad at Christmas. It was about in the middle of it, and it was like, not the peak. It's definitely at the peak. But one of the best stories I've ever heard is, again, we we finished at um, the Checkers, um, 
and it was snowing. It was awful outside. Um, but yeah, no, we finished at the checkers and we, we've been going on it since probably about 1 p.m. And it's always on a Sunday, by the way. Yeah, always. Always on a Sunday. So we get about 10, 10 p.m. and they said, look, actually, boys, you can stay in. You know, we'll, we'll do whatever. Just get some food and we'll, you know, we were sponsored by the pub. So that was the kind of element of it. Anyway, the so the story goes is what one of, there's about four of us, of us left. I wasn't there at this point. There's four of the team left. And they've managed to get one of the 900 numbers on the TV, right? You know, yeah. babe station, right? And they're watching this girl on TV. And um, they're all literally like absolutely plastered. And all of a sudden, one of them turns around to one of the other boys and says, look at that. Watch now. If I say do this, she's going to do it. And he's like, you know, wiggle your bum, you know, type of thing, you know. And we're suddenly this girl's wiggling her bum. And he's going, I've been doing this for the, like the last three or four minutes, you know? So he's going, and the other one turns around in his drunken state, going, I'll try it. Jiggle your boobs. So with that, then she's there and she's whamming them across the TV. And he's like, what the hell is going on here? Suddenly they look to the right and one of our friends is on the phone to her on TV, relaying exactly what these two are saying. And of course, it just ended up in complete and utter bedlam. But, no. you know, it's just... And I think at the time they were both dressed as Captain. One was Captain America and one was something like Coyote. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was just just absolutely unreal. So no, that was. There's been plenty of stories there and kind of extreme rude ones that we could. I would never ever ever divulge. But um, no, they they were the ones where we kind of got absolutely. Thing. Right. I, I remember right. I think our captain never went to work the Monday after every. That he just booked it off. He just, yeah, no point. Yeah, no I problem. remember in that team we won the league on the Sunday, mm. and unfortunately it coincided with Mothering Sunday. That's right. Do you remember we got absolutely steam? We found your dad holding onto a lamppost for dear life yeah. at like four o'clock in the afternoon in Stenning High Street because he was absolutely steaming and couldn't get home. Yeah, no, no, exactly. It's the same as I remember. I remember finishing the league when I was about eight. I think it was eighteen. I just turned eighteen, um, and we 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 had. Uh, we hadn't won the league, but we'd we'd uh, we finished second or third or something. It was our first. No, actually, I tell a lie. We wasn't. I was seventeen, right? Because uh, thing. So I technically wasn't allowed to be drinking. But there was a, quite a mixed team, and I think this is the one with Danny Gainsford and all that. Yep. Um, the social poster just went round actually, um, and it's that oh, day. Yeah. It's that day, um, and I got so drunk that I was that. Um, I declared my undying love for my mother-in-law, um, thinking <laughs> it was my wife. Uh, not at the time, she was my girlfriend at the time. Declared my undying love to my mother-in-law, uh, uh, threw up through the letterbox of David Humphreys, which was across the road from... Uh, which is a news wife. agent. That's, that, that's estate agents in yeah. Stenning High Street. Yeah, it's estate agents in High Street. And I was actually through the hole. Could you pick them more easily? Oh, mate, could you imagine walking into that on Monday morning? Like, what was that? And then the, my mum and dad got me home. My dad had a my dad had a convertible Saab, right? I remember Dread, that yeah. dreadful car, a dreadful car. Right? He had a convertible Saab, and they basically flipped me over the back of it. Just took the roof off, flipped me over the back of it, <laughs> and I rough. went, yeah, no. And I was I was basically in the well of the seat with my feet up, bolt upright, you know, like you know, in the car. <laughs> they were driving me home like that. So no, 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 no. That yeah, me and football's been. Uh, yeah, that's just stuff that we do. I think it's I think it's brilliant. So 
Yeah. Right. So the last thing for the Christmas, we've got a bit of a challenge. I've got a challenge for you and anyone else who's listening to this. It just came out of um, me, me just being a bit, well, a bit bored, basically. Bell so, end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bell end. Bored. Um, so I, I'll call it the decoration challenge. So I say last weekend, my girlfriend put up all the decorations uh, oh, for the house. And that includes... Careful. Huh? Be careful. Don't worry about it. It's oh. fine. She's taking the kids a bit. Um, so she, she puts all these ones that are traditions all around the house. And my youngest is now like massively into well, birds, flying birds, and um, plus, uh, plus, uh, Play-Doh. Yep. So as we were playing with Play-Doh, I thought bit weird to analyze analyze this but saw this uh reindeer on the shelf in the kitchen so for the last four days this rain this reindeer sitting on the shelf of um the kitchen with his cock and his balls out (laughs) basically i'm waiting for her to notice to take it off and i say it's been there four days so i'm gonna upload this to our instagram uh today as a challenge for everybody to see how long they can get away with their um, this challenge. So hashtag it decoration challenge, which yeah. is a decoration, just me trying to be funny. But yes, yeah, let's see how long you can go to find find a a decoration and basically give it a cock, <laughs> um, and see how long you get away with it for. But you got to post it because that post will be it's sort of different for me because I've already done it. But the post will be a timestamp of when you've done it. So do the photo and then immediately post it to Instagram using our hashtag and tagging us in it. Um, and uh, let's see how we um, how we can uh, if anyone takes part in it and how what's the longest someone can go for it. Yeah, definitely, I'm up for that. Right, so look out for a, a moose with a massive big red cock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice one, mate. All right, we'll have a, cool. a awesome Christmas. Yeah, thank you too. And uh, love to the family. Yeah, and we'll catch yeah. up in the new year. Absolutely, mate. Cool. See you later, brother. Welcome to the uh, obviously if you're what is this in the podcast? Jason and I were in fucking stupid Christmas hats as it's the Christmas special. Merry Christmas. Yay! Merry Christmas. <laughs> Said like a daddy's fucking seen a million Christmas yeah. movies already. <laughs> I'm about <laughs> ten down. Oh, <laughs> I'm taking this off. I'm getting sweaty already. Yeah. Um, do you know what? So I I fucking love Christmas. Um, I thought, or I thought I did, until I got together with my girlfriend and her family. Her dad, the first thing he ever said to me when he met me, which was in August, yeah, me and her have been dating for like three, two, three months. Yeah. He goes, "What do you feel about Christmas, Tim?" I'm like, "Yes, yeah, Christmas, isn't it? Everyone loves Christmas." He goes, "But what are you doing for Christmas? Do you guys know what you do for Christmas yet?" I'm like, "I have to fucking your daughter, mate." Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he gets like super excited about it. Um. I can't remember what I was going with that, but yeah, but it's um, it's fun. Anyway, so uh, all we've got so far is you want to do thought on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Anyway, you did what? <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, so welcome to the Christmas special of you did what? Basically, two blokes who we've known each other for thirty-five years now. Yeah, primary school, wasn't it? Grew up yeah. in the same village. Um, no families know each other pretty well. Yeah, um, wanted to get together and kind of. It's a bit of like therapy for us, but also hopefully a bit of therapy for you people, um, people that are listening, making you feel a little bit better about yourselves. Actually, you're not that bad a dad. Because uh, yeah. if these two pricks can kind of get away with two being 
parents, I should be all right as well. So sit back, relax, uh, and hopefully we'll entertain you with some gold um, information that we've we've done, um, or our children have done. So this week, as I say, is Christmas. Anyway, anyway Jason, I'll give you a chance to say something. No, no, you crack on, mate. You, you, you're, you're giving up gold. I know. You know? Three That's months good. into meeting the dad in the relationship, you meet the dad. <laughs> if you if you want anything else, I, I I oh goodness, I'm gonna to have to say it. We might not if we get this on, I'd be amazed. But anyway, I remember moving out of my first house with my wife, and I had a very awkward moment where I had to move the the uh mattress down the stairs with the dad, right. And he, uh, we're all adults here, right? You know, it'd be, we'd had it for a number of years, very much in our youthful years, right? And I said, look, uh, yeah, and I, I, I knew what he was, just to kind of break the ice, I said, that thing's been shot at more times than Sarajevo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that, what did he say? his response? <laughs> he just died. He just died. He just couldn't get out of it. So, oh, yeah, man. that that there you go. I've gone I, in and I've plus one it before you. All right, I've took it. There's one. Yeah. Two for it's going to be. You know, he's going to go. Do you know what, James? He's so rude. He's like he's going <laughs> home to his wife and Kelly's mum and go. Do you know what? He's. I love him. He's amazing. What a funny guy. Or he's going to go. What an arsehole that bloke is. I do not want him anywhere near a door. No, no, no. It reminds me because I um, it was actually last Christmas. So um, Eleanor, my girlfriend, and I were in the local boozer, and uh, she gets a text message saying uh, from one of her old, old school friends, going, "I think I've just seen you in white. So you're around?" And she went, "She's pissed," and she yeah. went, "Oh yeah, I'm here." Replied, went searching around for her, and came back with her friend and her new boyfriend. Uh, sorry, fiance. Yeah. And she went, "Hey, this is Tim. You guys haven't met yet." I went, "Oh, lovely to meet you." Go, this is her boyfriend, uh, Dan. Like, hey, and we both looked at each other like, I fucking know you. I'm like, I know you. And I was much more pissed than he was. Yeah. Um, and he goes, said his name, Duncan, such, I won't say the surname. And I went, have you got a brother called Duncan? And he went, yeah. I, went, I know Duncan really well. He's, in the, he's a helicopter pilot in the Navy. He goes, yeah, that's him. He goes, yeah, I want to move to your house. He went, that's how I know you. I was like, what? And he went, do you remember what you did? I was like, you had to. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. And the girls go, I'm kind of known to now being a bit of a prankster dickhead. Which yeah, yeah. Cool. Anyway, so he's now 30. When he was 12 or 13, maybe 14, uh, I was a removal man when, when I was at college. Yeah. And the guy who did the removal, was owned the removal company, moved uh, Dan and his brothers and his dad to their next house, the moved house. Moved house. Within yeah. More elaborate than that. I was the one charged with packing up Dan's bedroom. Oh, and when I moved his bed, I found a shitload of porn. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it was, obviously, it was a long time ago, so it's porn and mags rather than, than DVDs and stuff. And instead of being subtle, put it in the bag, I basically taped it all around the room. <laughs> right? And when there's nothing, and when everyone goes like, um, when everyone <laughs> kind of doing the last show, I'm like, no, that's what's done. I just checked each other. Don't, don't worry about it. And it wasn't until that his dad went up and went, had a look at it, and he went, Dan, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I, I knew nothing about that because obviously I shut the door on the house and forgot about it completely. Yeah, yeah. 30 years later, 25 years later, he went, you, you, you fuck. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Anyway, and that's probably quite a good um, indication of the stories you're going to get in the next 40 minutes or an hour or so. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, so today it's Christmas. 
Christmas is only a couple of days away now. Um, so we're going to kind of come from this as obviously as parents being kids and our kids. So I think that's kind of a good summary of it. So what did Christmas mean to you? Oh, sorry, just saying hello to our sponsor of the week, um, Mal uh, Don David Malbec. Yeah. The yeah. old good cheap wine stores. Yeah. <laughs> and Carl in Stelling. Cheers. Yeah. Happy Christmas. <laughs> um, what did Christmas mean to, mean to me? Well, my birthday's in December. So I've always, from a very young age, realised that I have to wait the whole year <laughs> for presents, right? Yeah. And then they come within about 10 days of each other, yeah. right? So I wasn't one I wasn't one of the people. Um, actually, your s- sister-in-law kind of has yeah. her birthday on Christmas Day. She is, she's Christmas Day, yeah. Yeah, uh, Christmas yeah. Day. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> like, yeah. Imagine that, you have one day a year to celebrate yeah, yeah, birthday yeah, yeah. Christmas. Yeah, so... So no, I've got that. I've got a bit of time between mine, but it was the case of you used to wait all year round, you know, get you double up the presents. So, so of course, for, as a kid, and I think most kids are, it's it's, it's present day, isn't it, and stuff like that. And I think the older and older and older I've got, I due to my work, I never kind of had the go to the pub get pissed mentality on a Christmas. That's you and I are very very different. Very different, yeah, no, very different. Um, I was usually working Christmas Eve. Yeah, so DJ, right? I, yeah, DJ. So. I used to go out and do that on Christmas Eve. So as much as I was in the middle of it, I wasn't kind of in amongst it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you have kids. And, and it does. It generally it genuinely changes you. You know, you kind of, yeah, I'm, you know, it's, it's about them. It's about, you know, the excitement on their faces and stuff like that. And it is really good. But I am still as competitive as, <laughs> anybody, you know, for presents. Well, you know? getting a good one? Or yeah, getting a good, good one, one, yeah. No, 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 no. First of all, do you, <laughs> do you ever have the conversation this year? We won't go mad. We'll just Generally. have a X amount limit. Yeah. Right? Can you see what finger I'm holding up? Yeah, I can see for that. Listening, yeah. For those listening, it's the middle one, the room. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's and I kind of sit there and I did it. The, I did it one year. I'm not really a stickler for it, but I did it one year. And I came back and I was like, well, what am I going to get with this? And it wasn't a measly amount, but it wasn't a great amount. You know, it was kind of a, not even sensible. It was just there. Yeah. And and I, I kind of bought it. I was like, well, I've kept to the rules, but I'm not really, I'm not really up for this. You know. Yeah. I passed it across, and I thought I did really well. And then I got mine back, <laughs> and I kind of looked at it, and you know, you're saying, "Oh, fuck all, Joe, it's fuck all." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's like, political, isn't it? It's a political yeah. presence. Yeah. It's it's like you know, I sat there. I'm a I'm a, I'm gonna say I'm a yeah, I would say I'm a blokey bloke, you know, but I do have, you know, I, I like weird things. And I just kind of sat there and I was like, well, there's only, I like chocolate, but half of that's chocolate. So, do you know what I mean? You know, so it's just like, oh. But no, I'm out. I can't do, I can't do that. I refuse to play that game now because of that reason. So basically, I've got, it, you go, I'm competitive at Christmas. I either want the best present and I give the best present. All right. What's well, the best present you've ever given and the best present you ever received? Um, oh, I think I think the best present I ever received I, when I was a kid, I did get an electric guitar, yeah, and I think that's pretty cool. I yeah. asked for every year for Christmas for an electric, electric electric guitar and a puppy, and because Sands dropped it around your fucking house, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I did get one of them. Um, the worst present I ever got actually should have been my best present, right? So I'll explain that. So for years, like you asked for a puppy and yeah. a guitar, I asked for a Mister Frosty. 
right? <sighs> yeah. I mate, I love that idea, right? Yeah. And I'm on back from like four to oh, thirty-four. Yeah, to thirty-four, right? But no. Oh, well, now, so, do you know, if someone gave me that for Christmas, I'll be fucking ecstatic. Yeah. He's so happy with that. <laughs> yeah. So no, so but I went for years with it, years with it. And then as a joke, I happened to bring up like a family thing and said, oh, you know, what have you what what have you got? What what have you what have you always wanted? And I happened to say it's Mr. Frosty. So about 16 years old, my mum bought me the Mr. Frosty. Right. Yeah, and it's it's as good as the joke that it is for yeah. there and then. You know, ultimately, after the first giggle, you're not opening that bloody thing up at the age of 16, you know, and it's just <laughs> sitting there in a cupboard. Yeah. So um that's yeah, so it's kind of like the worst and the best in, in all there. What's the best present you've given? Um, oh, I, th- I think every year to my kids. It's a bit sentimental, that. But, um, you know, I, I do try and do that. You know, I think, you know, what, what they ask for, I do I do genuinely try and get as much as I can. I think the most expensive one my kids have given is um, San- Santa did bring uh, my eldest an Xbox once. So, you know, kind of... Uh, but that's that's not like he gets the new edition every year. That's just yeah. kind of you know that sort of thing. Um, but no, I've never done. I never did like a, an engagement at Christmas or a car or anything like that. Jesus Christ, no. No. you know that's just not happening. No, do you know what? I've been married, but I've never been engaged. I'm also divorced now. But I've never, I've never been, I've never asked anyone to marry me. Brilliant. That that is. That is a line you need to have underneath your um, tag thing on Instagram. <laughs> you know, divorce, married, never been engaged. Divorced, never been engaged. <laughs> never been engaged. Should be a Tim movie, Chase. shouldn't it? Sounds yeah, like Tim Chase, movie. ladies and gentlemen. How would you describe Tim Chase? Easy. Never been, engaged. been married, been divorced, never <laughs> engaged. That's the man. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, yeah, so I think... Well, hang on a minute. What's yours then? So, come on. Yeah, so that's present I've received. Um, do you know what? I don't... I, my girlfriend always says to me, in fact, every partner I've ever had always says I'm really hard to buy for. Because if I want anything, I'd buy it. Can yeah, I say to like every bloke out there? Um, and I am quite sentimental, but I don't really say it. So when she says, what do you want for Christmas? I'll oh, just, just get me a, bottle, a nice bottle of wine or a bottle of scotch or something. Um, and what I should say is actually, like, arrange a nice dinner out for all of us or a nice day out for all of us. I've said it for my birthday or like, an amazing photo that I can look at my desk and go, that's why I'm fucking working at midnight. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, no bloke ever says that. No, just go, just give us a blowjob to- token or something. Um, <laughs> so that's my question. Oh, that's, that's the best question I've given pass. and received. Yeah, give me a hall pass. <laughs> no, I'll leave that one alone for me. Um, so, but I think um, I'm kind of quite, I'm kind of, for all my brash gobbiness, I'm actually quite good at buying stuff. So I kind of um, buy presents for people. So, um, nothing that sort of really stands out, but everyone would go, everyone would go oh, yeah, I really like that. I didn't, I didn't thought, I wouldn't have bought it for myself, mm. but I love the fact you bought it. And that's kind of where I, that's the, the category I put my stuff in. It's like something they would never have thought of, but that actually kind of quite like. Because I think you can, otherwise, as a bloke, you get quite up and buy like a Hoover or a microwave. Yeah, you can. Uh, and I made the mistake of kind of saying that to my dad um, when I was probably about nine or 10 or something like that and said, look, should we buy mum and you? A new um, Hoover or something. He goes, <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this, but your mum doesn't just Hoover the house. <laughs> and if I buy her that for you, we're both in the shit, mate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, weirdly, my mum came up to me about two days later and went, "This is some information for you that you should keep for the rest of your life. Never buy a woman a present that she can use." And it's still remember it now. Really, it's a good idea. Um, yeah, so I bought Eleanor and I, and she never used it. Um, <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so I, I think for me, for, for, I think I lost my bit about what can I get for Christmas quite early. Yeah. I kind of like this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want, and I was much more interested in seeing the reaction on other people's faces. Like my mum's friend, when I gave them a, uh, a present that I'd saved up for, not a Hoover, um, yeah. or something my dad, or even something my brother. And I kind of still have the same reaction now to when I had girlfriends. Now I have kids. I kind of still yeah. have that kind of like, oh, I fucking can't wait to those. Yeah. The present. In fact, I'm kind of notorious of having to buy two lots of presents because I buy one lot of presents in like November, October time. And they'll get delivered. And I just get so excited and I had to give it to them. And then I go, no, I bought you this for Christmas. And Ellen, it does. Ellen loves the whole, my girlfriend loves the surprise of Christmas. And I just yeah. go, if I go, I've got your present today. And it's like January the 3rd. She goes, oh, I can't believe it's so exciting. And she'll like, just get really excited about it. If you tell me that, I'm just going to get pissed off. I'm like, just give it to me now. <laughs> now. Um, I mean, I don't play that way. Um, so, so yeah, so I, I'm going back to what we were originally talking about. I, I love the look on my kids' faces and everyone else is going, do you know what? You kind of, and I think that's what I like. I like the fact because. I've never really bought that for myself, but you kind of, that means you know me quite well. I guess it's kind of like me going, here's a material way of me showing that actually I kind of get you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like last two years ago, I got my one of my best mates a book that was called Images You Shouldn't Masturbate To. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I was a bit pissed and I forgot that I was, he was there with his 85 year old mother. Who <laughs> Even he pissed himself laughing. His five-year-old daughter asked what it meant, and his mum <laughs> got really upset. Um, so yeah, so I think I like I like giving rather than receiving. Yeah, there's a euphemism in that. Um, so what was? Did you have a routine when you were obviously when you were a kid? Did, was there like a routine? This is this is the fucking routine that we never deviate from every. Yeah, Christmas. yeah. It always was. We had we, we you know we kind of woke up with. Uh, we always had like a Santa's sack, if that makes sense. You know, it wasn't, yeah, exactly. Um, there wasn't a stocking or anything. Like that. It, was, it was a thing. It was never put in our bedroom. And I'll be honest with you, I think that's because I was scared of it. Well, um, scared of Santa coming in? Yeah, basically. Scared of a yeah. weird old man you've never met, sliding yeah. down your chimney, uninvited, and uh, sneaking yeah. his way around your house and watching you while you sleep? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it, yeah. I think I think there's lots of elements of that there, for, Tim. Thanks for that. I've never been <laughs> But no, we, yeah, so I used to do that. So I used to be downstairs, so crack of dawn. Wouldn't be at all surprised if it was um, like five in the morning. You know, yeah. we're kind of in there opening presents. We do we do Santa's bits, and then um, we would we would then ultimately play with what we've got. You know, um, have breakfast, and then we would do the family bit. You know, um, but I come from quite a large family, and, and you know, I don't take this uh, lightly at all, but. Uh, it used to get to the stage where, because we had such a large family, we also moved away. We would get presents sent up for us. Plus, we would have a close friends unit that would we would all buy for. Mm. And in the end, it was just a ridiculous amount. And my mum was like a, you know, Santa's super fan, you know. Um, so you know, we'd just be inundated with presents. So we, it wouldn't be at all um, a surprise if we were, you know, if we had like three sections of opening presents. Um, and of course, right. you're, you're like me, you know, or well, probably like me is that when you get older and you have a girlfriend, you know, a partner, it would then be like, I'd have the morning with my family and the afternoon with theirs. So I'm still going through present time later on, you know. Um, so we yeah. kind of do keep to that. And I think I think that routine's kind of stayed with us really into my family life as well. Uh, so, yeah. 
Yeah, so my routine, so my dad's extremely traditional. Um, and so our routine was wake up, look at the presents at about five o'clock in the morning, go back to bed, go and have breakfast, go to church, come back from church, and then if we've been good, we'll be allowed to open the presents. So it was absolute torture. And me, one year, I remember me and my, my brother tried to, tried to stage a coup. And when like, we got together and went, I don't want to do this. Do you want to go to church? No. Well, do you know what? Let's, let's see if we can go to our presents and then go to church. And, he, and he's like, I don't even want to go to church. My <laughs> presents is my brother Simon. And um, so we're like, Dad, we're not going to go to church. Dad goes, what? And I, I could see like a little bit of respect and love in him and his eyes for me and my brother died that day. <laughs> that day. And we're like, Dad, we just, it's like, we've got presents here. We know they're here. And you expect us to kind of go there and not be excited and sit down and sing, sit in church when there's no other kids. Because do you know why there's no other kids, Dad? No, because they're all at home playing with their toys. <laughs> <laughs> I was quite balls as a kid. Um, uh, so, yeah, so he, um, that was kind of his stickler. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to say about to about 12 or 13 when we just were just such, looking back, me and my brother were just such awful children. We made we we just ruined like all Christmas morning for him, so we just beat him into submission and went. And then he went, Joe, what? I go to church on my own, mate. John, see it a bit. And then he went to church. I think he might. I remember him maybe going to church once by himself. Yeah. And then the end, he's like, you know what? Christmas is <laughs> church is bullshit. Yeah. I'll just stay here. Um, that, so that, that, was, that was that was our routine. So our routine was get up, breakfast, church, uh, church. Then we were allowed to open our presents, and then. All the families to come to us. So I used to love Christmas, and I think this is probably why I love Christmas so much. And think it's such a family thing is because Christmas Day for me was literally every member of the family came round. Yeah. Except my um, uh, grand, my mum's dad, and my mum's mum were separate, were divorced, so they weren't together. So we always did Boxing Day with my granddad, and yeah. Christmas Day with my um, and my grandmother, uh, yeah. but our cousins from who's obviously my uncle's daughter, two daughters, three daughters now, but two at the time when um, we were at our place. So the house was like full wow. of people that we loved and family. And I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, and like my dream now is to have like a big house where every family, every member of the family has their own room. So mum and dad have one, my brother and his girlfriend have room. Ellen's parents have one room, their family have one and the kids have a room. Do you know what I mean? Obviously I've got to win the lottery a few times for this. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of like, I, I, I do genuinely love it. I think that's where it kind of, Looking back, that's where it kind of came from, is knowing that there's everyone is here. And yeah. my uncle was and is, my uncle Andrew was and is a fucking funny bastard. Like, yeah. he would literally sit there and just, like, make me laugh the whole time through. And everyone else like, didn't really get it. It's, like, quite dirty jokes. <laughs> um, and he just made me laugh the whole way through. And then um, Christmas 1985, my grandfather taught me how to fight in my armpit. Brilliant. The table. Brilliant. That was such a level of... Of, of what we were doing. And today, to the day he died, I think it was the proudest moment <laughs> teaching one of his grandchildren had a fart on his armpit. But what about, so, um, and then now it's kind of different. As you say, now it's a bit more political. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit tricky because uh, my girlfriend, like you said, my sister-in-law, I guess, her birthday is Christmas Day. So she has, uh, her birthday is Christmas Day. So she has Christmas morning till lunchtime is her birthday. Right. So she gets presents and everything. And then from like one o'clock, sorry, lunch. I mean, lunch is always from like one till two or whatever it is. Yeah. After lunch, then it's her birthday. But yeah, we, sorry, then it's Christmas. And that's yeah. when we open presents. But there's, there's much more routine. And what I found out is my girlfriend seems to have a lot of fucking traditions at Christmas. <laughs> now, whether this is just, she's 
being genuine and she just does is a very caring from a caring family and like these all these little routines and stuff yeah. or she's buying too much shit and she's getting away with it by saying it's a tradition because what i can't <laughs> come back from that like she's walking around in these just think she just walked past these unbelievable pajamas unbelievably yeah. shit, unbelievably shit pajamas <laughs> and she said well it's a tradition me and katie my sister we go and buy pajamas at christmas together yeah, yeah. and then we wear those for the whole christmas period like, and then she goes as we're decorating the tree, she goes oh this is one my mum so when, since we left home every year my mum and dad have bought me and katie a wooden christmas decoration I'm like really she goes yeah she goes why come there's only four she goes, about four years ago she went, I'm like, ah, uh, there's that moment. It's like, hmm. Above the pine needles, I can suddenly smell a little bit of bullshit here. Um, so yeah, so we, so we, this is, so we alternate. So I've separated from my wife and my oldest. Uh, we split at time. So last year, Christmas, I had him for Christmas. Yeah. And this year, I don't have him for New Year's. So this Christmas, we're going to go to Eleanor's parents. Yeah. Um, for Christmas Day, and then my parents will have another Christmas when my boy, my oldest, comes back, and then next year. We'll go to my parents and Ella's parents in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. So it just gets all kind of political. It is. It's, it's mad. It's mad political because you know you've got grandparents. You know, that want to see their grandkids. You know, and you also want to have time with them as well. And yeah. don't get me wrong. There's also that you you look after them mentality. You know, <laughs> um, a little bit. But I think we know the joy that our parents get. Oh, massive, massive. Their grandkids, right? We're done. For, we're done for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. People are staring yeah. at them. They, they just love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, it, and it is huge. You know, like. You mentioned about you know that your house was the family. Your house was when all the family come over. Um, I briefly mentioned that mine all live, uh, yeah, away. And when I'm about away, I'm in South Wales. So where I live, we, I didn't see him. You know, um, I think of thir of, I'm 39 now. So and I think I've only ever been down to a Christmas there five, six times tops. You know, um, so majority of it was here. So we always had a, you know, and I still stand by it. We always had a, always made sure we had a close family uh, here and then plus a close friendship group. And what we used to do is every Christmas, there used to be a family that used to basically say, look, come to ours, have your breakfast, do your thing, come to ours until about one, two o'clock and then, and then go back, you know? Mm. Um, sometimes it'd be mad raucous, you know, like, you know, just people, you know, the older we all got as kids, you know, it was kind of a little bit more, freer to drink a little bit more and not worry too much about what what it was and um then also we got all got a little bit older again i.e the kids were about 18 and we could you know we suddenly then it was all down to the pubs yeah you know, in, just because i think my son is screaming for some reason i've got to go and see no, my... no, go. so to fill this dead air on this uh christmas festive season i shall talk to you about the christmas tree anybody else have multiple christmas trees just on the basis that their wife has to have a, the christmas tree done a certain way in my house i've got two christmas trees one of them me and my two kids are not allowed to touch yeah. it is pristine into what it looks like and then we have another one which is basically a smorgasbord of useless pat Oh yeah, you did some hold music. And no, I was I was talking about Christmas trees. Okay. So what what I was saying is is your house like my house. So we when we was together and it was no kids, right? My wife goes well overboard on the Christmas tree. Right? She loves it. It's kind of her thing, yeah. um, and, it, and it's kind of fun and it's cute, you know. To to yeah, yeah, Kelly did that. Yeah, Kelly did that. 
Then you start having kids and it's like, you know, no, 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 no. Now we've got to bring the kids into the routine. And then obviously Callum got to an age where not only was he able to put the decorations on, he wanted to put them where he wanted to put them. So Kelly is like, hmm, I'm in this dilemma here. So for one year, in Kelly's eyes, we had a shoddy Christmas tree because Callum had basically filled the bottom half of the uh, of the tree and the top was sparse. But we couldn't move anything because he'd done it. Yep. So now we've got two Christmas trees, <laughs> one of which is the main Christmas tree, which sits in, which is in the living room, which is only allowed to be decorated and touched by my wife, right? You know, which is a joke there as well. Um, but the... Uh, um, there's another one which is in my hallway um don't get any lavish ideas of what my house looks like it's just yeah, the yeah. that needs filling you know um, the, double, the double staircase it's, it's the yeah, two staircases yeah marble floor uh, yeah so we have another one but what's now happened is that obviously i've got uh, a, a boy that's nine that doesn't really give a monkeys about the tree and i've got a daughter that's three who loves the tree and wants to get involved you know, right? You know, and it's all pretty lights and whatnot. But we got given basically the tap box, <laughs> right? The the box that you know your mum, you know, like you said, you said about Eleanor. Mine was that we used to buy a, uh, we used to get a bauble bought for us every year. You know that sort of thing. That doesn't go on the main tree with my wife. You right. know, that's the one with the the pretty butterflies and the pretty yeah. fairies and all that, right? No, I get it on my tree. <laughs> right so the liverpool one that i've got you know the the boob one that i bought from ann summers as a joke <laughs> when i first moved in you know all of this sort of stuff uh is all there and it's like no stick it on the tree so now suddenly my, th this tree and I, I love it but it's i kind of look at it in a weird way and think we're missing a trick here yeah. you know it's kind of like you know we're all meant to be doing this. This is meant to be that idyllic Christmas moment and you you pick your youngest one up and you put the star on the tree. Yep. None of that. Not in my house. You so know. I'll tell you how to deal with this. Because um, so Ben, my oldest, was three when my girlfriend came into our lives and yeah. was five when she kind of moved in. Yeah. So, no, so yes, yeah, so the first year she was kind of a little bit, what do I say? So we've got Christmas tree. All decorated it together, fine. Second year, we're in our house that we've got together now, rather than her being in my house. Um, and it was us, her, because we'd had our child together at that point. She goes, I want to decorate this together. And we're kind of like, okay, this is going to be awkward because my son didn't want to decorate it. So this year, hey, if you got a pen, everyone get a pen. This is how you deal with Christmas tree politics, right? When I got the Christmas tree, when my parents picked it up, my parents go, look, we'd like, love to buy you an amazing Christmas tree. I'm like, brilliant. Come around to ours and we'll have some old wine, decorate it, and uh, have a lovely family time. And watch the best Christmas movie, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Kind of chase family tradition. Anyway, what I then do is I go and get a, the biggest glass I can find, pour as much gin and tonic as I can in it, give it to my girlfriend, give her a big hug and tell her, you're so beautiful in this light. I love you very much. And whatever Ben puts up or the kids put up on the Christmas tree, we say it looks amazing. And you redecorate it when they go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and she went, I'm so glad you said something because I was starting to get like a little bit of like a OCD and anxiety about it. I'm like, no, it looks horrific. And it's kind of saying everything's below. It looks like yeah. someone's like used the um, 
using tinsel as a butt plug. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the final over the Christmas tree. It looks horrific. Um, but so yeah, I was like, look, that's how we deal with it. Look, the most important thing is it's about family. It doesn't really matter. The main thing is that the kids have fun and we're all together. But I get that we've got to look at it every day for 20 days. Yeah. So when they go to bed, I will just sit back and have an inane conversation with you about all the family traditions while you redecorate the Christmas tree. <laughs> um, and but yeah, we do the kind of whole thing of like the last thing that goes on is the star. And my yeah. boy, well, I lift my bar up to it. And it's kind of, that's, the, that's pretty much the only tradition, apart from me drinking so much I puke on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, yeah, now we got we got a few of them. My, my wife, my mother-in-law, um, uh, always when they were kids, like she always used to like cook uh, a certain dinner at Christmas Eve. That's been taken yeah. across our way. Um, you know, it, it's... Just trying to think of some other ones. Oh, we usually do like pajamas for the kids in the morning. Oh, sorry, the night before they go to bed, they have a fresh pair of you know Christmas pajamas and that sort of stuff. Um, but no, we we do we're kind of subtle with ours. You know, it kind of it's not mad. You know, it's more jokey. You know, for for us, you know, we we're not. I wouldn't say no family's normal, but we are kind of left of funny. You know, so yeah. you know we yeah we kind of. Um, one of the big jokes we have in the thing, my wife believes that it's Christmas as soon as you see the Coca-Cola advert, right? You know, the, the truck one. I think it's Christmas when I'm allowed the chocolates on the Christmas tree. I think it's Christmas when I'm allowed to go to work. <laughs> so, That's what it is, because I, I look, I, I get why people, especially this year, I get why people don't decorate the Christmas house yeah. Christmas yeah. early, get with Christmas yeah. early, jump on board with the mulled wine and Christmas things. But I'm like, I can't really get into Christmas. Until I know that I haven't got any work to do. Yeah. I mean, there's always any work to do, but until I can kind of justify um, not working anymore. Yeah. Um, so until that point, I'm like, oh, I want to relax and have fun with you guys, but I'm still thinking about work. And the same as you, I run a couple of my own businesses. So I'm always thinking. And Christmas is actually the reason, another reason I like Christmas is it's the time I know I'm not losing out any ground to any anything, yeah, I'm not missing any that. opportunities. So I'm like, you know, it's actually time I can down tools and not worry about anything else that I'm missing something because everybody else is off as well. You know, some yeah. holidays you can plan it badly, like obviously working kind of football. So summer's okay, but you're never sure if there's a tournament or a deal, uh, the transfer or something you're missing out on that you can kind of capitalize on. So Christmas is the time where everyone downs tools, and that's one of the reasons I love it. Um, I can feel what I was talking about now. No, no, no. It was just we were just talking about, you know, kind of uh, traditions and, and all that. And when we think Christmas was, so you know, I. I I'm a December baby, so you know, you know, we go back to, we've got, we've had our Christmas tree up since the beginning of November, you know, I, ever since I've been alive, I don't think we've ever put a Christmas tree up until like the 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 tenth, the earliest has been like the tenth of December, yeah, yeah, because my birthday's so close to, you know, within that part of December, yeah, that we, you know, it's kind of let him have his birthday and then we'll go into Christmas mode, you know, we kind of build up from there, yeah, um. Yeah, and we've kind of stuck with that, and I guess that's a tradition. But with this year, no, we, I'd had enough. You know, even I was bored. I was like, you know, come on. But that's probably why I'm 10, 10 movies down of Christmas. You know, like we're we're in some real ropey areas of Netflix. You know, trying to find a Christmas film. A Christmas Chronicles last year was brilliant. Christmas Chronicles is dire. You know, um, so the the, Chronicles the one with um, Kurt Russell because they've done yeah. a second one. I slept all the way through it last weekend. Is it any good? Yeah. Nice. First one, is it? Yeah, the first was brilliant. Yeah. The other one, um, which is the one that's a bit like uh, Hamilton, uh, uh, it's got um, Forrest Whitaker in it. Yeah, I'm, I'm no good with films that, that 
that sing, right? If 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 it's a if somebody says to you, what color is the sky? The answer is blue. Why do they have to have a four and a half minute song about what the sky is, right? Because if that, that and that happens every other sentence, it's a two hour film. This that's tits, isn't it? Yeah. Anyone like Moana? No, it's all the same. Greatest Showman could have been 30 <laughs> minutes long. Could have been 30 minutes long. If they'd have answered mate. every bloody question in a one-word answer, it's a 30 this minute long This is the greatest show. show! Yeah, you know, somebody just should have gone, yes. It is. Well done. That, that's it. That's it. Job done. You know, <laughs> job done. Off your pot. Good luck with, yeah. the, good luck with the Tigers. Yeah, um, yeah. So Christmas movies. Well, I'll go. I'll go. Then you go. Then I'll go. Then you go. Yeah. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Home Alone. Elf. Oh, dodgy one. Um, oh God Almighty. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna chuck it in there because it's. And it sounds like a cop out, but it is. It is generally, I think, better than the first actually as well, which is Home Alone Two. Because it's still. In that <laughs> There's four of them. You're just gonna use that in the first one. No, no, I'm not. I've never oh. seen three or four. In in a uh, in the doft of my cap to the Hall family, another tradition is they watch, watch Christmas with the Cranks every year. Christmas, I haven't seen that. It's generally it's not. I was thinking it was like Christmas with the Crankies. As yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's not that because that's what I was like. Have you seen it? I'm like, yeah, just not wanted to watch it. Didn't really fancy uh, watching Jeanette Cranky on a uh, <laughs> the other thing. Um, then, but it's actually not too. So it's um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. It's quite fit, uh, yeah. and it's not too. You know, it's not too bad at all. So, I, as a doctor, the cap, I'll chuck that into that. I'll chuck that in. Yeah. What's left? Jingle all the way. Do you die hard? You die, hard. die hard is a Christmas movie. There was a vote last year, wasn't it? It's die hard a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. I reckon it is. I'll tell you that. Yeah, there was a, there was something about you. It's only classed as a Christmas movie if the if you could take the plot line out and put it elsewhere in the year, then it's not a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. So. They're saying that that and that was the argument of Die Hard. That Die Hard could be taken out anywhere else. It doesn't necessarily have to be at Christmas. Um, they, what they quality film there? Yeah, no, 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 not not as good as three. Die Hard with a Vengeance is much better. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Christmas films, other Christmas films. You got Santa Claus. Santa Claus, Miracle Thirty Fourth Street, Miracle Thirty Fourth Street. Um, One, three, Christmas, four. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas uh, that Christmas Chronicles one. I think that was a step in the right direction. Yeah, no, we're, we're kind of in and around it. We watched one on Netflix the other day, and I was going, basically, having breakfast in bed, and I was knackered. I had a little one, I'd been up all night. So I just piled him in and went, How about we have breakfast in bed? And everyone goes, Yeah! yeah so yeah, I like, yeah. put it in there, put my mask on, my earphones in. <laughs> watch a movie. I didn't. Um, and we're going through Netflix, and my Ben, my Ben, my son, the night before, said, Let's watch uh, Arthur Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, no, absolutely not. And he was like, why not? Because he likes winding me up like that. Uh, anyway, the next the next morning, he goes, what about Arthur Christmas? And I'm like, all right, Arthur Christmas. He went, oh, shit. And we actually, <laughs> and we actually watched it. And it was actually all right. It was yeah. actually not, not, not bad at all. Yeah. What's the, what's the one with Dudley Moore? Oh, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Because he's in a bath, isn't he? No, 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 no. He's an elf. With the candy cane. Oh. Ah. Gonna have to Google it. Gonna have to Google it. Gonna have to Google it. Phone um, let's come back to that. Maybe we'll, we won't, we'll see if we can get away with it. If we can't get it by the end of the podcast, we'll give away a free t shirt to yeah. someone that can name on social media. Yes, yeah. I did my head in. It's not, Santa, it's not Miracle on 34th Street, is it? No. No. Put your phone away. 
No, 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 no. Well, I'm going to know if they get it right. You'll, we would have finished the podcast by then, you don't it? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> um, so we've done our routine. Did you ever do midnight mass? Basically, a load of pissheads trying to justify themselves getting up with a hangover. No, I was DJing. No, I was DJing. You, know you probably saw from my face and my reaction. I've just remembered one of the all-time worst stories I've been told at Christmas. Yeah, go on. I don't know if I can even say it on this podcast, but let's say a friend of a friend. Yeah, okay. Right? Do I know him? That's she. Do I know her? I don't think he... I'll tell you what, who it is. Could do, could do, okay. Right. And it's going to get... like. So if there's anyone under 18 listening to this, I hope there isn't, because sh- you shouldn't be. Yeah, there is, stop listening immediately, because you're not allowed to listen to this story. Right. So my... Friend of a friend <laughs> went to a family Christmas and turned up late and gets turned up and she's hung over. And the whole family's there granddad, grandparents, nieces, nephews. She's single, nieces, nephews, grandparents, all of them are there. And she turns up late and stinking of booze, basically. And her sister grabs hold of her and goes, Everyone's really pissed off. Like we've had to play dinner, the parsnips are burnt. We're all a little bit pissed off with you come upstairs, we'll pretend to change the baby, like, okay, fine. Goes upstairs to the baby goes, what happened? Why are you so late? She goes, I'm so sorry, I took a guy home last night. We got pissed at Christmas Eve. And he said, this is gonna get really disgusting. Um, because I'm on my period, I let him do something to me that, oh, no. right? Yeah. That you don't usually do, so it's a different yeah. 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 goal. Yeah. I'm trying to put this. Yeah. So I let him do that to me. And she went, oh, my God, you're such a slave. I know, it's horrific, isn't it? And they kind of laughed about it and things. She went, right, sort yourself out. Go and have a, sh- like, wash your face, put your makeup on again, and come downstairs. She came down the stairs, and everyone's staring at her. And she's like, what the fuck's going on? And then she heard the baby cry on the baby monitor. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, no! No way, that is horrific! So bad, right? So bad. Oh, that another one. I've got another one. Right. So I used to work in the city. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in like, like the financial district. And it's kind of like a routine. The last working day of the year in banking, um, everybody goes out at lunchtime and gets absolutely shit-faced. Yeah. And doesn't go back to the office. It's kind of like the, the, the unwritten rule. So my friend is, and I think you know him. Again, I won't say... Here it is, but he um, was on the train back to Brighton from London Bridge. And you know, you, you have those seats, which are basically three wide. They're never three enough for three people. So there's two people and then a bit of a gap in the middle. This yeah. woman, he got on at City Thames Link and the train stopped at um, London Bridge. This woman came on, businesswoman, dressed really nicely, red wine smile on her face. Yeah. Big, really posh overcoat. And basically, wades in and sits down in this through the middle of this tree, like wedges us something like that, like elbows yeah. and shoulders in. Yeah. Immediately falls asleep. Next to at the window side is just some business goes like who's this pissed woman kind of thing. To the other side of her is this guy. I won't describe him. I'll just describe him. I won't say anything else about his economic situation. But massive beard, not very clean. His beard is maybe five different shades of brown and grey. Yeah. And he was a little bit tipsy. So my mate was too busy. So my mate is standing by the, the doors, which is slightly open and shut. So this woman glides in, sits down, in behind these two guys, immediately falls asleep like that. 
this guy who was who's economically challenged or yeah, um, yeah. probably pissed. A homeless guy, basically, I think he was. Basically, he fell asleep on her shoulder. Yeah. Right? As they're travelling through, this greeny, mucusy bit falls out of his mouth onto the lapel of her overcoat, right? Oh, no. How disgusting is that? It doesn't get any better. She then wakes up just before East Croydon, and I think it's about eight to ten minutes, that, that maybe a bit less. Yeah. She wakes up and does that thing when you're on the train, you're pissed on the train, and goes, have I been asleep for five minutes or two hours? Like, was yeah. look, frantically looking out the window to see where it is. And as she's looking out, she sees this greeny mucusy shit on her shoulder and goes, and sucks it up. To the, oh. <laughs> to the disgust of the rest of the train that's seen all of this happen. And everyone's oh. going, Whoa. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> and you see, I don't, I don't remember drinking cider tonight. But oh. it was going, Lip. so that's the story I used to tell at lots of Christmas parties that I've actually had someone run, run off to the toilet. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was so disgusting. I've seen, I've, seen a, I've seen a few scary, not scary things, I've seen a few mad things, being a DJ and seeing stuff on the dance floor. Usually, I've seen a lot of punch-ups. You know, mm. you know, and I, I wouldn't say that I was DJing in, yeah, them type of venues. But I think where it is is like you said, it's the it's the Christmas party, isn't it, at the end of the at the end of the uh year. Mm. And it just ends up that somebody's touched, got off with whatever you want to do, the wrong person and the boyfriend might be there or somebody knows someone and it just ends up in a fight. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen plenty of them. Worst one I saw was uh my boss throwing up in some girl's mouth. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> that is disgusting. But no, it kind of like I said, I kind of, I'm not, I'm not, I'm definitely no angel, but I kind of was, like I said, I was kind of the party maestro, if you want to put it as such. You know, I was the conductor of sorts. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, um, yeah, I'm kind of that side of it. But no, I've seen a couple of, I know of a, I know of a family friend that got so drunk in the morning that he fell asleep in his dinner. You know, <laughs> like literally the whole family is sitting there and he did the proper complete head plant, you know, <laughs> like straight in um i've seen that i know people that have kind of uh had a nap and never got never got back up because they're so drunk um god yeah no i had once my tradition used to be when i was single i used to kind of go to the local pub which was the checkers uh and it used to be open from 12 till 2 and when i was single we used to go there christmas eve whites and christmas and checkers was christmas eve get pissed up go home wake up about 10 shower change say happy christmas everyone go to the pub uh, from 12 till 2 and then head home. This year, we, they started a lock-in. So me and about three mates, you know who you are, stayed there for a lock-in and got absolutely steaming. One guy's girl, uh, sister had to come and pick him up for a family meal and he got a napkin and cut eye holes in it, tore eye holes in it and was going <laughs> to his grand it was over Christmas dinner. Um, I, I got a call from my mum saying, where are you and how long are you going to be? I was like, I'm on my way home. Uh, sorry about that. I was in the pub having a lock-in. I didn't have a signal on my phone. She went, I said, did you save me any dinner? She went, save you any dinner? We've been waiting for you. This is like six o'clock in the evening now. Yeah. So I've been waiting for Christmas lunch for like two and a half hours, I think it was. So I come bowling in hammered, going, oh, I'm too drunk to eat anything. <laughs> um, they were not, ha that's, the, that's probably, probably the angriest I've ever seen my mum at me. Mate, really? I don't know. You surely find it hard to believe that she actually hasn't been angry that angry at me very much. I don't believe that for a minute. No, she has. She's, she's not. She's a very patient woman. <laughs> <laughs> the, would you ever? Because obviously, we used to. I used to 
be your football manager technically yeah. uh, very 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 early on um did you ever come out on the, on our christmas dues yeah yeah so i know that was probably one tra- when we speak about traditions and kind of you know drunken stories they're the ones that you know that was meant so we, yeah we i used to run a sunday league football team that was pretty good you yeah. know i think and i think that's things, mildly, yeah i think it was pretty much pretty mildly there um it was actually very good but um we had a very young team, you know, that was very much the same. Yeah, yeah, which was very much, <laughs> but it was very much in that ilk of, you know, Christmases, you know, Christmas parties and whatever. And it was kind of a, a tradition that we would do stuff. And we we always said about, we just have to stay in Stenin, you know, and it was very difficult just, um, to get out of Stenin in regards to have fun to then get back. You know, yeah. it was always, you know, it was cost you as much as drinking money as was to get back home. Mm. So we always did it in Stenning and we've done pub golf and so that. But we actually ended up that I think pubs started to realize what we was doing because it happened for about seven years on the trot. Yeah. You know, and pubs actually knew the weekend we would be in there, you know, because we do pub crawls and dressed as golfers in yeah. fancy dress. We did it in. James Pike um, dressed up as a cockroach one year. No, he didn't do a cockroach. No, no, no. We did, um, we did pub That's golf. Funny, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did pub golf um, and somebody turned up. Uh, as a birdie, you know, as, a, as a bird. So we, we did that. The best one we ever did um, was we had superheroes and we all drew them out of a hat. Yeah. So everybody put their superheroes in a hat and we ended up running around like um, uh, Sylvester the Cat, Tweety Pie. We ended up running around as four Ninja Turtles. We had another one where we were strapped to each other's legs and arms and you, know, you had to go everywhere with them. Um, yeah. And if one finished the pint, the other one had to finish the pint, you know, that sort of thing. And, oh, it was brutal. But I remember once that it got so bad at Christmas. It was about in the middle of it, and it was like, not the peak. It's definitely at the peak. But one of the best stories I've ever heard is, again, we we finished at um, the Checkers, um, and it was snow. It was awful outside. Um, but, yeah, no, we finished at the Checkers, and we, we've been going on it since probably about 1 p.m. And it's on, always on a Sunday, by the way. Yeah, always. Always on a Sunday. So we get about 10 at 10 p.m and they said look actually boys you can stay in you know we'll, we'll do whatever just get some food and we'll you know we were sponsored by the pub so that was the kind of element of it anyway the so the story goes is what one of there's about four of us of us left i wasn't there at this point there's four of the team left and they've managed to get one of the 900 numbers on the tv right you know yeah. babe station right and they're watching this girl on tv and um they're all literally like absolutely plastered and all of a sudden one of them turns around to one of the other boys and says look at that watch now if i say do this she's gonna do it and he's like you know wiggle your bum you know type of thing you know and we're suddenly this girl's wiggling her bum and he's going i've been doing this for the, like the last three <laughs> or four minutes you know so he's got the other one turns around in his drunken state hang on i'll try it Jiggle your boobs. So with that, then she's there and she's whamming them across the TV. And he's like, what the hell is going on here? Suddenly they look to the right and one of our friends is on the phone to her on TV relaying exactly what these two are saying. And of course, it just ended up in complete and utter bedlam. But, you know, it's just... And I think at the time they were both dressed as Captain... One was Captain America and one was something like Coyote. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was just just absolutely unreal. So, no, that was... There's been plenty of stories there and kind of extreme rude ones that we could... I would never, ever, ever divulge. But, um, 
no, they they were the ones where we kind of got absolutely thing. Right. I, I remember right. I think our captain never went to work the Monday after every that he just booked it off. He just, yeah, no point. Yeah, no I point. remember in that team we won the league on the Sunday, mm. and unfortunately it coincided with Mothering Sunday. That's right. Do you remember we got absolutely steam? We found your dad holding onto a lamppost for dear life. Yeah. At like four o'clock in the afternoon in Stenning High Street because he was absolutely steaming and couldn't get home. Yeah, no, no, exactly. It's the same as I remember. I remember finishing the league when I was about eight. I think it was eighteen. I just turned eighteen, um, and we 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 had uh, we hadn't won the league, but we'd we'd uh, we finished second or third or something. It was our first. No, actually, I tell a lie. We wasn't. I was seventeen, right? Because it was a uh, thing. So I technically wasn't allowed to be drinking. But there was a quite a mixed team, and I think this is the one with Danny Gainsford and all that. Yep. Um, the social poster just went round actually, um, and it's that oh, day. Yeah. It's that day, um, and I got so drunk that I was that um, I declared my undying love for my mother-in-law, um, thinking <laughs> it was my wife. Um, not at the time, she was my girlfriend at the time. Declared my undying love to my mother-in-law. Uh, uh, threw up through the letterbox of David Humphreys, which was across the road from. Uh, which is a news agent. That's that, that's estate agents in Stanning yeah, yeah. High Street. Yeah, it's a state agent in High Street, and I was actually through the hole. Yeah, could you pick them more easily? Oh, mate, could you imagine walking into that on Monday morning? Like, what the hell is that? And then <laughs> the, my mum and dad got me home. My dad had a my dad had a convertible Saab, right? I remember Dread, that yeah. dreadful car, a dreadful car. Right? Dreadful he had a convertible Saab. And they basically flipped me over the back of it, just took the roof off, flipped me over the back of it. Please and I up. went, yeah, no, and I was I was basically in the well of the seat with my feet up, bolt upright, you know, like, you know, in the car. <laughs> they were driving me home like that. So, no, 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 no. That, yeah, me and football has been, uh, yeah, that's just stuff that we do. I think it's, I think it's brilliant, so. Yeah. Right, so the last thing for the Christmas, we got a bit of a challenge. I've got a challenge for you and anyone else who's listening to this. It just came out of... Um, me, me just being a bit, well, a bit bored, basically. Bell so, end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bell end, bored. Um, so I, I'll call it the decoration challenge. So I say last weekend, my girlfriend put up all the decorations uh, oh, for the house, and that includes... Huh? Be careful. Don't worry about it. It's oh. fine. She's taking the kids a bit. Um so she, she puts all these ones that are traditions all around the house. And my youngest is now like massively into well, birds, flying birds, and um, plus, uh, plus, uh, Play-Doh. Yeah. So as we were playing with Play-Doh, I thought, a bit weird to analyze, analyze this, but saw this uh, reindeer on the shelf in the kitchen. So for the last four days, this rain, this reindeer sitting on the shelf of um, the kitchen with his cock and his balls out. <laughs> and basically, I'm waiting for her to notice to take it off. And I say it's been there four days. So I'm going to upload this to our Instagram uh, today as a challenge for everybody to see how long they can get away with their um, this challenge. So hashtag it decoration challenge which yeah. is a decoration, just me trying to be funny. But yeah, let's see how long you can go to find find a a decoration and basically give it a cock um, <laughs> and see how long you get away with it for. But you've got to post it because that post will be, it's sort of different for me because I've already done it, but the post will be a timestamp of when you've done it. So do the photo 
and then immediately post it to Instagram using our hashtag and tagging us in it. Um, and uh, let's see how we um, how we can uh, if anyone takes part in it and how what's the longest someone can go for it. Yeah, definitely. I'm up for that. Right. So look out for a, a moose with a massive big red cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, mate. All right. We'll have a, a cool. awesome Christmas. Yeah. Thank you too. And uh, love to the family. Yeah. And we'll catch yeah. up in the new year. Absolutely, mate. Cool. See you later, brother. Thank you.